With 13 minutes past eight, now we can turn to great uncertainty, unclouding now the uh, the outlook for this region in the coming year. Both hopes and fears characterising Seoul's position on North Korea. We could see the North take part in the Winter Olympics here in February. That would certainly serve as a launch pad for dialogue. But we could also see tensions soar if, for example, Pyongyang were to disrupt the event with provocative behaviour. And as we near the close of 2017, let's look at what we can expect based on recent history with Professor Park Won-gon of the School of International Studies at Handong University. Good morning to you. Good morning. And what a year it's been. We've had the third dispute with China rising and perhaps fading somewhat, President Trump's threats, North Korea's claimed completion of its nuclear force, inter-Korean ties consistently poor despite President Moon Jae-in rising to office in May and then suggesting that he'd be open to talks, even without conditions. How would you assess, first of all, the third situation, though, and and how that seems to be a backdrop to everything with Beijing relations? Well, third issue will be continued for next year, although it's going to be a less serious over time. President Xi Jinping has mentioned several times officially that Deployment of debt is against the vital interest of China. And China's Communist Party has utilized nationalism to bring anti-Korean sentiment among Chinese public. If Chinese Communist Party totally has changed its position one day, suddenly, says to their people that now it is okay to have a normal relationship with South Korea, Chinese people raise doubt to, to their government because South Korea still deploys that. So CCP knows this. That's why they still officially put pressure on South Korea. So overall, that will continue to play an obstacle to bring back the relationship between South Korea and China before that. Of course, the relationship with China does affect many other things. It affects how South Korea may proceed on the U.S. front as hopes of improving ties with Beijing seem to be reining in some of the military strategy, especially with for example, anti-missile defense. Um, not just that, though. Um, also, in terms of um, North Korea going forward, how you rein in the North through cooperation. And President Moon, when he went to Beijing, there was no joint sum- statement after that summit with uh, Xi Jinping. Uh, afterwards, as well, we've seen suggestions in China, unofficial kind of reporting, that maybe... Uh, we'll see the resumption of group tour bans from China to South Korea. That that would perhaps leave us asking, well, what exactly did that summit achieve in the first place? Yes, so that's why I mentioned that it will take time because China, one day, you know, they cannot let their people to visit South Korea again because still, as I mentioned, that that is still deployed in, in South Korea. So that's why, although they, you know, South Korea and China, uh, you know, kind of agreed to just that issue, but still the Chinese government maintained some kind of pressure against South Korea. So it, it will take time. I, I mentioned several times. So at least for next year, well, it's also depend on the North Korean nuclear development situation, but it will still be a play as kind of obstacle, the relationship between ROK and China. And it's important to emphasize that point, Professor Park, but many of us are impatient and we want to see yes. positive <laughs> outcomes 
especially if uh, we're going to suffer yet more economic consequences of of any further boycott of of tourism here. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, President Moon I said before he wanted to have talks with North Korea. That's not happened yet, but he did also in addition to talking to China, managed to have a few conversations with his US counterpart, Donald Trump, in the last few months. Uh, Against that particular backdrop, how do you expect Seoul-Washington ties to play out? Well, for the next year, ROK-US has two very important and sensitive issues. And the first one is defense cost sharing, and the other is North Korean policy. And ROK and US should have a tense, special measure agreement at the end of next year for defense cost sharing. Yet, we all know that President Trump very strongly has emphasized rapid increase of sharing, not just for South Korea, but also all the allies. If South Korea raises its share much, the problem is it will face very strong opposition domestically. And also during the negotiation, I really worry about that one. So if Trump like sent negative comments about ROK using Twitter, it can bring anti-American sentiment that we have experienced this one is the, during the uh, the administration, so-called mad cow disease, the kind of commotion. So um, it's very sensitive issue. It can hurt our U.S. alliance. And the other is North Korean about the North Korean policy. I haven't seen any huge difference between ROK and U.S. at this moment, but if North Korea decide to get started talk with the United States, I think there is a pretty high chance in early next year. There is a possibility that ROK-US will have a difficulty to coordinate policy. We all know that ROK, our government, wants to normalize relationship with DPRK very rapidly, even resume the Kaesong Industrial Complex and Gumgang Tour. But the U.S. is going to be very cautious, especially they wanted to put pressure, uh, sanction against North Korea until this final denuclearization of North Korea. So we need to coordinate this policy between ROK and the yeah. States. I mean, even if Pyongyang wants to look at the U.S. as the big one, um, mm-hmm. we may well have the opportunity for some sort of cooperation with North Korea in the next couple of months with the Winter Olympics approaching. As I also suggested before, though, we could see the Olympics as, as a catalyst for negativity too. If North Korea stays away and, in fact, goes further than that and, and say, provokes with some missile tests in and around the Games, mm-hmm. what impact do you think this next few weeks will have on, on tensions on this peninsula? Well, Winter Olympic itself cannot give any incentive to North Korea, yet North Korea can use Olympic if they wanted to change the phase. It is, you know, crystal clear that North Korea will finish this job to complete its nuclear capability to attack U.S. mainland if they already did as they proclaimed. Yet it is also true that I just mentioned the North Korea has faced increased pressure, and I believe sanction does work. So that's why North Korea has declared this completion of nuclear armament after launching of so-called Hwasong-15. So I don't think missile is perfect. Yeah, North Korea has felt such a strong pressure they wanted to get started talk with the United States. So Pyongyang can be used for this North Korean purpose. But you just mentioned if North Korea you know, conducted another round of uh, long-range missile or the South nuclear test, and there's no chance that they are going to participate in the Pyeongchang Olympic at all. 
Right. Uh, finally, how do you assess Seoul Tokyo ties? It's a big day tomorrow because we're going to see a task force here on the 2015 so-called Comfort Women deal uh, release a, a document, and it's certainly expected that Seoul is going to be a bit cooler towards Tokyo than it was back in 2015. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a very sensitive issue, and it's not the most difficult issue between ROK and Japan, and it will. Remain this sensitive issue for next year, and because um, since our president Moon Jae-in during this uh, presidential election, he is one of his campaign pledges to renegotiate December just you meant December 28th agreement between ROK and Japan in 2015. However, I do not think there is any chance that Japan will accept this renegotiation. They even put the, this word "irreversible," which is. You know, it's very rarely used in this agreement between the countries. So the best way is to maintain so-called two-track approach, just strengthening relationship between two countries, especially in the area of North Korea. And at the same time, we need a time to resolve this very sensitive issue, not to so hurry and so put this, you know, some kind of side and uh, you know focus on this very imminent threat by the North. Yeah. Uh, also, I believe that best way is not to renegotiate the agreement. Instead, South Korea should persuade Prime Minister Abe that he express, you know, expresses one more time his sincere regret about this issue. I think that's the best way to solve this. Very. A, a lot of people will see that as being unlikely for him to do so, Professor Park. And again, um, you are emphasizing the need for time. No doubt that is uh, coming from a place of wisdom. But there's a lot of impatience here too, especially right. with those former so-called comfort women uh, at such an elderly stage of life. Thank you very much for speaking with us today. All right, thank you. Professor Park Won-gon from the School of International Studies at Handong University.